Welcome to the On Deck Podcast for all your baseball DFS needs with your superstar host, fantasy baseball experts, Casey Bubba and Bogman. On Deck Podcast is sponsored by LineStar App, the number one top rated data and analytics tool for daily fantasy sports. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the On Deck MLB DFS podcast brought to you by the wonderful people at Lionstar Sports. Make sure you check them out on the good old Twitter at Lionstar app and at Lionstar MLB. Always tweeting out great content there, including some prizes from time to time. And then download the app in the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. You will not regret it. All the tools you'll need in the palm of your hand to build your winning lineups. So make it happen. Lionstar app in your app stores. I am on Twitter at BDendrick. My co-host is always on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Scott Bogman, how are we doing, my friend? I feel like a bum. My guys haven't hit homers for two days in a row. This is a weird feeling. Well, it's the two days you haven't picked Kyle Schwarber, so it makes sense. <laughs> very, very true. I can go right back to that well today. I like that. I feel I feel pretty bad because after we made our picks, I'm like, I figured you would have picked Paul Goldschmidt and Goldie went deep. Yeah. So yeah, never fails. Doesn't I just wanted Arenado in his return to Colorado. That's that made sense. It was a perfect, you know, storybook romance. They gave him the, the the tribute, the video tribute. He probably cried a little, all kinds of fun stuff. I saw a tweet out there that the night before he went to dinner with Trevor Story and the and people were joking. The the point of the conversation was how to get Story out of Colorado. So um that was kind of fun stuff too. So we'll see how that all plays out. But hey, <laughs> he gets to at least be the starting third baseman in the all star game in Colorado. So that's kind of cool. One more start in Colorado for Nolan. There it yeah, is. Yeah, one more start. Uh, we had more weather, like we said, to worry about. There's a rain out in the early slate. The Washington National game started and then ended in the sixth with severe thunderstorm warnings. So that game got cut short. Um, the Reds walked it off on San Diego. So that was fun. The D backs got the dub over the Giants. That's their fifth mm-hmm. win since May 15th. So that was big. Um. Yeah, lots and lots going on. Lots and lots of fun stuff. But <laughs> what mean, we do, the D-backs win is whipped cream on you know what. So you know, <laughs> give me a break. Hey, it worked for Johnny Moxon, so it's okay. <laughs> um, but we got a fourteen game slate for you on a Friday, a monster slate. It could have been fifteen if they had smoothed the start time up an hour. But we don't get the Philadelphia games that starts at six oh five Eastern. Shocked. That sucks. I kind of so wanted Zach games. Wheeler. You know, but yep. no such because pitching's murky again. It's like there's going to yeah. be a trend now with the with guys not striking as many guys out and all kinds of goofiness. But not to mention uh, Jacob Degrom gives up a three on homer in the first. Then he struck out like eight or nine in a row, and he ended with just ungodly <laughs> numbers again. Like yeah. the dude is not fair. He's a, he's a cheat code right now. Um, but Burns left hurt. He has trouble striking guys out. It was Framber pitched well, but. It's going to be a crapshoot almost every night right now with the way these guys, like they're walking a lot more guys because maybe they're not gripping it properly. Like, I don't know, because even Framber is walking guys like he usually does. It. It's it's weird right now. So buckle up, folks. And I will say there's a lot of weather to worry about, that, but the main ones to circle, uh, Mets, Yankees, about 30% chances there. But in Tampa Bay, Toronto, we're going about 50 to 60% chances. So keep an eye on those two. They're scattered showers all over the, like we've seen the last few nights, but keep an eye on those two. All right, let's kick off this 14-game slate. We get the Los Angeles Dodgers at the Washington Nationals. Julio Urias, Max Scherzer, over-under of eight. Urias, 92 on DK, 89 on FanDuel. Scherzer, 10-5 and 11,000. Are you going to either of these guys in this monster matchup? I mean, I think Scherzer's always in play. You know, not his best matchup here against L.A., so maybe you don't want him in this start, and that's fine, but I just he's got to be in play. He's Max Scherzer. Uh, Urias is different. 
season high 12 strikeouts in his last start, but the start before that was a season high and earned runs in six. So he's kind of been a little wishy-washy, seems uh, like, without the, the sticky stuff. But against Washington, I think he's probably in play. So I think either one of them uh, could be in play today. Uh, but as far as batters go, there's a little PVB data against both these guys, mainly against uh, uh, Urias Zimmerman, four for five against him with uh, a couple runs, three for five for Castro, three for seven for Mercer, who went yard the other night. And then against Scherzer, the only one hitting here is uh, Max Muncy, four for 11 with a bomb. I think because of Scherzer, I probably don't want Dodgers bats. Um, and then, you know, I did just say it's, you know, any day is a good day for Kyle Schwarber, but that is, uh, you know, it is against Urias here. So maybe not, but, uh, you know, Josh Bell is in play. Harrison 2,725 is a nice cheap option in this game, but most bats in this game are expensive. The ones you want anyway. Yeah, I think Scherzer's definitely in play. Again, as we go through pitching, it's going to be pretty suspect. So you can go to Scherzer if you want. Dodgers are good. So obviously I'm not telling you anything you didn't know already. But uh, you can go there. Before you know, Corbin gave it the granny to, to uh, Muncie, he was setting them down. And that's saying a lot because Patrick Corbin stinks. So I, I don't mind um, some Max Scherzer if you want to go that route. Other than that, though, like I respect Urias enough. I'm not going to use him, but I respect him enough to not really want bats in either game. 14 games on the slate. I'm going to be a little picky and I'll just pass on the bats in this one. Milwaukee at Pittsburgh. We got a fun one here. Adrian Hauser, JT Brubaker. Somehow the total is only eight, which surprised me a little bit. Hauser's 80th on DK 64 on Fandle Brubaker 7,069. Do you like any of these two as a discounted pitching option? I mean, yeah, I think that Brubaker, two quality starts in a row. Last start against Milwaukee, went six innings pitch, one earned run, eight strikeouts, no walks. So I think that that's a good one. I'm not really interested in Hauser, although he has been a little better, which is why he's priced up a little bit more than usual on uh, DK. But I think Brubaker's an option, which makes me kind of out on Milwaukee bats. But Brian Reynolds uh, is hot right now. He's three for 10 in his career against Hauser with a homer. Four for 13 for Adam Frazier against him. That's a 308 average. Key Brian Hayes, uh, Eric Gonzalez. If you wanted to go with Willie Adamas, I don't think anyone would knock you. Uh, Keston Hira is also hot. But I think for the most part, I'm going to stick to Brubaker and Reynolds or Frazier. Yeah, I like Brubaker as, as a nice SP2 on DK. I'm with you there. I think there is upside to be had on that one. And then I like some, uh, you know, Reynolds Frazier action. As you mentioned, Frazier, you know, the leading vote getter in the National League and at second base starter for the National League, which is great to see. So Adam Frazier checks the boxes there. Brian Reynolds, as always, the price tag has gone up tremendously, though. So that that's a bit different than we once we once knew and loved, but I, I like that combination. You can always mix in Brian Hayes if you want, but the Pirates are a little more expensive than they used to be. They used to be our, our discounted sweet steaks, but now it's uh, it's gone up a little bit, but I don't mind a little Pirates action if you want because I'm just not a believer in Adrian Hauser at all. New York Mets at the New York Yankees Battle of New York. Like, Bane should pop out of this somewhere. <laughs> hey, Taiwan Walker, Jordan Montgomery, over under of nine on this one. Taiwan, 8,000 on DK, 87 on FanDuel. Jomo, 73 and 7,000. It's like I kind of want to use both pitchers. I'm also kind of hesitant to use both pitchers. What's your thoughts on this one? Yeah, I, I'm with you there. I think if I had to pick one, it'd probably be Montgomery. Uh, I just don't want to pitch Walker against that, you know, nasty Yankees lineup, potentially nasty lineup. Uh, they have been as great uh, r recently, but they're still good. Uh, there's a little PVB data against him too, 
Uh, Luke Voigt, two for five with a bomb, six for 13 for Ronan Odor with a homer against him, six for 21 for LeMayhew with uh, a double. So um, th there's a little PVB data against Walker, but I think I would lean towards Montgomery, but I'm with you. I'm going to stick to bats here on either side. You can also, you know, Alonzo, Judge, Gary Sanchez, Stanton, Andy Warsh, cheap. 32 and 23 if he's in the lineup. So mainly bats here for me. Yeah, mainly bats. I like Pete Alonzo. It's a nice home run target tonight. Uh, some of the right-handed bats from Minnesota, they're, they're slowly – they're not hitting every day, but they're hitting a lot more than they used to be. So I think the Mets can be a fun one in that ballpark for Jomo. When he's off, it's very, very hittable. Uh, not one of my top options, but I don't mind a little Mets action to be contrarian on this slate. Tampa Bay Rays, Toronto Blue Jays are waiting on this, the Tampa Bay starting option as that's wide up in the air as usual, but I believe it's going to be Patino. That's the rumor on the street. Luis Patino is right. getting the call up to get the start. Going up against Alex Manoa, who's coming off his suspension. It's like Patino's cheap, too. He's very affordable. I wouldn't use him on FanDuel because I don't know if he goes six innings or more, which you really need, but he's 6,800 on DK when you got Patino. I mean, you got uh, Manoa at 79 and 77. Two cheap young arms. Are you buying in tonight? I, I would go with Manoa. I'm not going to put Patino out against the, the Blue Jays lineup. You know, mm -hmm. no thanks. Uh, and also, didn't you say this is one of the games that, that has a little bit of a warning for rain? Um, uh, yes, this is about 50 to 60% chances. This one could, could, could get ugly. Yes. So I probably won't use either, but if I had to pick one, it would be Manoa. Three out of his uh, six starts have been quality, uh, crazy high K per nine. So decent option here, but I, I'll stick to bats if I'm buying anybody in this game because of the potential for rain. Simeon, Vlad, Guriel, Bichette, Gritchuk, Springer um, have all been hitting for Toronto. And then on the Tampa Bay side, if you wanted to pay up for Meadows or Lau, I wouldn't blame you. Choi is a, a cheap option, 37-27. Uh, and then Manny Margot, always cheap and uh, an option at 33-28. and 28. Yeah, Manoa is definitely one of those kind of risk-reward pitching options because we've seen him get blown up when the homers are in trouble. When he limits the home runs, he strikes out a ton. He pitches very well. It's like all or nothing with Manoa so far. I don't mind him going up against Tampa Bay. You can take your chances there for sure. As you said, watch the weather. Uh, Bats-wise, these Jays are kind of cold the last couple games. Kind of interesting to see. They could wake up at any moment, though, of course. So if yeah, you want to go that way, you can, right. yeah, you can go that way at any <laughs> moment you want. But I think I prefer that uh, Manoa option if you're going to this game. Hopefully, it just rains out, so I don't have to worry about it. That's kind of where I'm at on that one. <laughs> uh, Chicago White Sox, Detroit Tigers, Lance Lynn, Casey Mize over under 8.5. Lynn's 97 on DK, 10,000 on Fandle. Casey Mize has been very good, but 9,000 on DK surprised me a ton. He's 81 on Fandle. I can at least understand that a little more. I want to use Casey Mize, but I'm not using that $9,000. Lynn, on the other hand, I'm all aboard that train. So here's why Lynn uh, or Mize, excuse me, is uh, 9,000 uh, on DK is because his two starts against the White mm -hmm. Sox have both been quality starts. And so he's a decent option today. I think for the price, I'd probably, I'm with you, I'd rather go with Lynn. Uh, Lynn has been bad, though. He hasn't been great in June, and his last quality start was actually against Detroit on in June on the 3rd. Six innings pitch, one earned run, six strikeouts, two walks. So I would rather go with Lynn, but I don't want any bats in this game because this is a good, this should be a good pitcher's matchup here. Yeah, 100%. Should be a good pitcher's matchup. I will say, if you think Lynn's kind of struggling, the Tigers are cheap. So they're always that option. But uh, I'm with you. I, I like uh, both, both pitchers. 
if you want to go that way. Like I'm a big Casey Mize fan. I've been using him when he's been cheap for a while now. It's just kind of a sticker shock to get there. But like you said, if he can go throw six, seven innings again, you're good to go. So I like I prefer Lynn. Both pitchers very, very much in play on this one. Detroit bats are a value if you need to go there. I will say if uh, if you're looking for one White Sox value, he's up to 2,500 now on DK, 26 on FanDuel. Gavin Sheets can hit, folks. So just uh, enjoy that one while you can. Chicago White Sox at the or Chicago Cubs at the Cincinnati Reds. Alec Mills, Sonny Gray, over under nine and a half in Great American Small Park. Mills is 62 on DK, 6,000 on FanDuel. Gray coming off the IL. 75 on DK, 7,000 on FanDuel. Not sure how deep Gray's going to go. I'm pretty sure. I think he threw like 65 or 70 innings in his rehab, so I'm thinking 85 to 90. At that price point, he's very, very intriguing against a like, really cold Cubs offense. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you as far as the Cubs uh, you know, being really cold, but I've said it before. I just don't want to take guys, you know, especially guys that haven't hit 85 to 90. Uh, in their rehabs in their first start off of the, the IL. I'm not going to do it. So uh, I, I won't go with Gray Mills. Only four starts this year. Uh, it doesn't go deep enough to be considered. So it's bats in this one. Uh, it's Cassiano's four for seven against Mills with a double and a homer. Two for seven for Barnhart. Two for six with a double for Ian Happ. Uh, Baez or Hayward. Botto or India who just walked off uh, the Reds tonight. I, I think uh, those are the bats that I'm interested in, but I don't really want either pitcher. Yeah, love the Reds bats. This one, love the Reds bats. You mentioned Casty. Uh, India is on fire right now, so I'm a big fan there. You can also look at uh, Jesse Winker, obviously in Great American Small Park versus a right-handed pitcher is one we love to circle. And then I'm going to mention his name because I w- he got called up the other day, and he's he had a big boy, big boy game on Thursday night. And I, that's not his. It's not Jose Garcia. Where the heck did he go? Come on, buddy. Oh, Alejo Lopez. Alejo yeah, Lopez. yeah, yeah. I think he was leading all of the minor leagues in hits. Uh, he was, he and he up. went. I think he had four for five or five for five on Thursday night. And he's the bare Ooh. minimum on both sites, so he can just be a pure value if you want him, or a part of a red stack as dirt cheap. I think he's very, very live against Mills and company. All right, Houston Astros at the Cleveland Indians. You got Lance McCullers versus Sam Hinches. Over under of nine, Houston finally woke up. Finally, thanks to an Altuve Grand Slam. Jordan went deep. Brantley went deep. Things were happening in Cleveland like we knew they finally would. Yeah, McCullers at 9,400 on DK, 96 on Fandle. Hinches, pray for the man. Um, do you want McCullers or is it all strictly bats here? Uh, I, th- I think McCullers is an option. I don't know that I want him, but uh, he's definitely in play today, even at that price, because Cleveland is Cleveland. Uh, but if you want to go with Cleveland bats against him, uh, you know, Jose, Bobby Bradley, Ahmed Rosario, uh, Harold Ramirez, all in there. And I would go with the hot guys on the Astros side. Straw still hitting and still cheap, 3700 Alvarez, Carlos Correa, Yuli Gurriel, any of those guys for me. Yeah, it's, it's another Altuve night. It feels like almost the lefty hinches, but they're all in play, as you mentioned. Build your stacks. Toro was hitting second on Thursday for a little extra value there, but uh, I guess Cray is kind of like the coldest one in the bunch, so he's just due is the way I see that one. But Jordan's feeling it. Brantley's feeling it. There's a lot to like in Houston, so pick your value spots, pick your stack spots, and enjoy it. I do I do like how you mentioned, though, Bobby Bradley, uh, Ramirez, uh, both Ramirez's, because like Harold's only twenty seven on both sides, Bradley's forty two and thirty two. J- Jose, you got to pay for, of course. 
But if McCuller slips up like we've seen this year, A, he doesn't go too deep into games very often. Um, he only went like 89 pitches last. He hasn't, he hasn't gone 100 pitches in four starts. It's been like five innings or less more often than not. So it's interesting. He still doesn't get blown up, though. That's the biggest problem with him. So yeah, if you want to go Cleveland, I get it. I think there's better chances to uh, be sneaky on this slate. Like maybe this next game, Miami at the Atlanta Braves. We have um, no odds on that one because we have Pablo Lopez versus Drew Smiley, who's making his return. Lopez is 91 on DK, 95 on FanDuel. Smiley is 67 on DK, 79 on FanDuel. Any interest in these pitchers? I'm not. I'm no. I'm stacking both sides of this game. Lopez, three of his last four have been quality, and that's great and everything, but he's gotten his ass kicked twice by uh, the, the Braves this year. Uh, seven innings pitched, 10 earned runs, eight strikeouts, three walks against them. So I'm not going to bank on him to all of a sudden snap out of it. So for me, uh, give me bats in this one. Starting Marte, four for nine with two doubles against uh, Smiley, two for six for Jesus Aguilar. And then, you know, other Marlins that are hot. Bertie has been hitting, Duvall, Cooper's been hitting, uh, Jazz Chisholm, Jesus Sanchez is a nice cheap option at 23 on both. And then Atlanta bats are expensive, but you can play him. Ozzy Freeman, uh, you know, Acuna pinch ran. So I'd assume he's back in the lineup uh, on Friday. But if he's not, you know, obviously he's too expensive to have in there. Uh, Guillermo Heredia is still cheap, 28, 24, too. So give me bats in this game. Yeah, I'm with you. Give me the bats in this game. I'll take the Marlins side of this one to save some cash. You mentioned Marte, Garrett Cooper. Cooper's cheap. Chisholm's still too cheap in my mind. You mentioned Jesus Sanchez. You can mix and match even some birdie and Duval if you want. I love the value Miami brings to this game. Should be a great hitting environment in Atlanta. Had some fun versus Drew Smiley in, a, in an Atlanta bullpen that's been very, very subpar. No problem stacking Atlanta, too, if you want. Pablo Lopez, much better at home than on the road. Uh, if I have to pick one side, though, I want that Miami side. Garrett Cooper at 32 is a very, very strong price point for me tonight. Minnesota Twins at the Kansas City Royals. J.A. Hat Brady Singer in this one. Now we got a total to talk about. Total of 10. In Kansas City, I think both pitchers are out of play tonight. Don't you think so, Bogman? Yep, uh, hard pass on either one of those pitchers. So give me some bats here. Uh, Max Kepler, three for eight with two doubles and a homer against uh, against Singer. So all three of his hits have gone for extra bases. Three for eight for Luisa Rise uh, against Singer, and then you know Donaldson has been hitting and talking smack to a bunch of people. Nelson Cruz, Simmons, Polanco, and then on the Kansas City side, if you want to go with Cool Whit, still expensive but still always in play. Michael Taylor, Ryan O'Hearn's been hitting when he's in the lineup, and Nicky Lopez still uh, hitting a little bit too. So those are the bats that I like here. Yeah, Michael Taylor is a great, great value. He is on fire right now, hitting over 300 the last like 10 games, couple home runs. Uh, he's a phenomenal value on this one. Whit Merrifield's on fire. Uh, you can obviously go with Salvi at any point in time. So there's a lot to like with this um, Royals team going up against J.A. Happ. And then the Twins, their bats are getting going. They had a nice series in Chicago, a nice series before that. So if you want to keep jumping on these Twins, you got the value with the lefties in like Kirloff and Larnack and Kepler. But then you also have the biggies in Donaldson and Cruz. So there's – and even like, to me, Polanco is cheap if you want to stack. So this could be a game stack. It really could. I know the total is 10, so it screams game stack. But – I don't think a lot of people see Kansas City as a potential game stack, and it should be against J.A. Happ, who he might be one of the next ones going. Uh, Matt Shoemaker got DFA'd on Thursday. We're slowly seeing some of our favorite stacking options disappear, which happens every year. But uh, J.A. Happ might not be much longer for this world either. St. Louis at Colorado. We head to Coors Field. Johan Oviedo, Chichi Gonzalez, over under 12. Give me all the bats in this one. 
Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to go with Oviedo or with Chi-Chi. Uh, Goldie, three for eight with a bomb against Chi-Chi. And then, you know, uh, if you want to play Carlson, Sosa, you want to go back to Arenado, fine. I, I like some uh, Rockies bats here, too. Tapia, 44 and 37. Uh, Trevor Story, Garrett Hanson, Brennan Rogers, anybody there. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely a stack Colorado or St. Louis. Yeah, lots of home runs on uh, Thursday night. Should be lots more on Friday night as well. I like Tapia quite a bit. Leading off there, even when he doesn't go yard, he gets on base a few times, makes magic happen. So I like him as a staple point. And then, you know, Hampson Rogers, their prices both went up. That stinks, but they're still in play. And the, overall, the Cardinals are still too cheap. Just too cheap, period. So jump on the stacks, as we've been doing in Colorado. It's been a letdown most of the time, but this is one of those where both pitchers are so bad. It, uh, yeah. it better play out. Baltimore at the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Keegan Aiken, Griffin Canyon in this one. Over under nine and a half. Aiken's 5K and 57. Cobb or Canning is actually pitching tonight. And Canning is a whopping, um, he's cheap. He's 76 on DK and on FanDuel. He is $6,800. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I could see an argument for Canning, I'll be honest. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I thought it was Cobb. Uh, so, and I was all ready to go in on Cobb. So if Cobb's pitching tomorrow on Saturday and you're doing that lineup, go, go with Cobb. But I, I don't know about Canning. I, I think I'd just stick to bats here. Give me uh, Mullins, Hayes, Mountcastle, Ramon uh, Urias has been hitting, 27 and 22. And then on the Angel side, it's Shohei, Phil Goslin, uh, Jose Iglesias, David Fletcher. So I'm going to stick to bats and not mess with either pitcher. Yeah, that Goslin could be a nice value. He's heating up again. He was streaking earlier in this year, kind of disappeared. He could be fun. You know, there's always Shohei time. But I like the I like the O's. If you're not using Griffin Canning, keep running Cedric Mullins while he's cheap. Mount Castle's hitting everything right now. Uh, you always got Trey Boo Boo and company, but my, my two top ones would be Mullins and Mount Castle and stack them up. They, you know, they had a big series in Houston. Wouldn't be shocked if they kept it going uh, right down the road from Disneyland. So have some fun with the Orioles on a nice low-owned stack this evening. Couple more games before we wrap it up here. Boston at Oakland. Eduardo Rodriguez, Frankie Montas, over under eight and a half. You got Rodriguez seventy four on both sites. Montas eighty one and eight thousand. Now hear me out, Bogman. I think both pitchers are very much in play on this one. Okay, I'll 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 roll the dice with Erod, uh, but Montas to me is too much of a landmine, so I'm not going to mess with Montas. But I'll 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 go with you on Erod. Uh, two quality starts in a row could finally be worth it. There is coming, a little P. Yeah. Okay. You look. Sell. Sell me on Montas because I, I'm. No. I'll ride with Erod, but you can sell me on Montas. The only, only thing with Montas is it's it's very boomer bust. Like I like Erod a lot better. I've been preaching that he's due for some positive regression. It's slowly coming. Uh, Montas, we've seen the goods and the bats. So that's the thing with him is he could come out there and throw seven shutout and strike out eight, and I, it is what it is. Or he can just get absolutely destroyed. Um, Boston going across country and really outside of blowing up at the Royals has been kind of quiet of late. So I think Montas is a, a play. I'd rather have Erod though as well. Yeah. So I, I'm going to stick with Erod. There is a little PVB data against him. Elvis Santos four for nine with two doubles, four for 10 for Chapman against him with three doubles. Uh, and then four for 13 for Pinder with a double and a bomb against uh, Erod, Danny Santana, uh, 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 or that's against Montas too. Four for seven with a double and a triple. JD Martinez, uh, two for six with a double against Montas. Then Renfro, Bogarts, Vasquez, Devers have all been hot. Uh, Jed Lowry, I'll throw him in there as an option for the A's bats too. But Erod for me, 
um, which makes me off of Oakland bats for the most part. So, and you're probably off of most bats in this game, huh? Yeah, I'm off of most bats. I just think it's either a pitching duel or it's just low enough scoring that on a 14 game slate, it's not going to win me a tournament. So that's kind of yeah. where I, I just feel like it's not a, I could be wrong because these offenses are very good. I something about being an Oco with those two pitchers. I don't see a, a big blow up happening, but we shall see. I'm just glad you're on the Erod train. People are starting to slowly join the fun. I've always liked him. He just hadn't been putting it together this year until his last two starts. Yeah, it, it's it's going to be a fun fun second half of the season for Erod. Let's go to the desert. Alex Wood, Mister Zach Gallon on this one over under eight and a half. Wood is eighty five and eighty three. Gallon's eighty eight and seventy five. Again, I can see arguments for both guys. I'm just hesitant to use both of them, but I could see arguments. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'm not going to use either one of them, but uh, especially Woody hasn't been great lately, but his last quality start was against the Diamondbacks. Uh, six innings pitch, two earned runs, seven strikeouts, one walk. Of course, you could say that probably about 50% of the pitchers in the league. Their last quality start was against the D-backs. Uh, Gallon was up to 84 pitches the last time out, but they're just they're babying him because he's already uh, had two IL stints this year. So I'm just not ready. Let's see him throw 100. Once he breaks that 100 mark, I'll be more than happy to uh, start throwing him out in my DFS lineups. But until then, I'm not going to do it. Uh, Nick Ahmed, 5 for 19 with a double and two bombs against Wood. Uh, 3 for 9 for Yastrzemski against uh, Gallon with a double. And then Rojas has been hitting Walker, Escobar, Josh Reddick went yard on uh, Thursday night, Azubal Cabrera hitting a little bit, and then Lamonte Wade and Wilmer Flores. Those are the bats that I'm interested in in this one. Yeah, I like going back to the Giants on this one. We got some home runs, didn't put it all together, but if they're going to baby gallon, that means a lot of a lot of Arizona bullpen, and I'm all about that life. So I'll go back to the Giants as a little late-night action against Gallon. <laughs> Excuse me. Start with Yaz and, and Flores, then coming back with Wade and Crawford and company. So definitely on, on page with that one. Last game of the night, Texas at Seattle. Kyle Gibson, Logan Gilbert, over-under of eight. Gibson 78 on DK 84 and Fandle Gilbert 66 and 72. I like both these guys. I don't really like any bat. I like both these pitchers quite a bit. Yeah. I mean, Gibson 12 of his 15 starts have been quality. Great option against Seattle. Of course, uh, Gilbert, I'm not really interested in Gilbert. He is cheap 66 and 72, and it is a good matchup against Texas. I just think in a bigger slate, uh, I'm not going to go to him. You know, if this was a smaller, you know, like the seven game slate that we had yesterday, he'd be one of my favorite options. I'm just not going to mess with him. I'm going to go with some more short things, but, uh, you know, it makes me kind of off on bats in this game overall. I mean, maybe I would take Gallo since he's on such a heater 39 and 36. Uh, and you know, they did just put up 10 runs or whatever today. The Rangers did, but, uh, I think for the most part, I'm just going to stick with Gibson. Yeah, I like both pitchers. Gilbert's like the cheapest pitcher I'd go to on DK at 66. So I'm on board with that. The only bat I do like is Joey Gallo. You ride him as as long as you can when he's this hot. You just take it. You enjoy it. He's got, I think, like seven homers in his last six games or something. It's it's ridiculous what he's doing. So go with Joseph Gallo. No issues with that at all. Uh, recapping things real quick, Bogman, who is your top pitchers on this slate? Uh, for this I like Scherzer's probably still my favorite. Uh, I like Lynn McCullers, um, Brubaker, Erod, Manoa, and Mize. Those are the pitchers that I would, that's the group that I would pick from today. Yeah. Scherzer and Lynn for me up top uh, in the middle. It's more like Kyle Gibson, Erod, and then Brubaker and um, Gilbert for me. So we're, we're pretty much on the same page there. Who are you looking to stack up in this one? 
Houston against Cleveland, Miami, uh, Cincinnati. I think you can still, even though they're cold, I just like a Toronto stack against Patino. Uh, Minnesota against Singer, St. Louis against Chi-Chi, probably my favorite one in St. Louis, and Baltimore against Canning. Yeah, for me, Cincinnati, Houston, check the boxes for sure. Then Miami, uh, I think you go St. Louis or Colorado. I agree St. Louis is better in that one. But that Minnesota-Kansas City game could be a nice little stack also. And then Baltimore as well. Those could be uh, the ones I'd have circles. But most importantly, what everyone's here for, But after they give a rate and review on iTunes, like we'd appreciate, or they go to the Lionstar YouTube page and give the thumbs up and the like button, then you go follow Lionstar on Twitter at Lionstar app and at Lionstar MLB because they tweet out the home run calls of the day. Bogman, myself, Ryan Humphreys, about home run calls. And if you retweet it, three lucky retweeters will get paired with each of us. And if a home run goes out from us, you get some free swag. Lots of people got some free swag in June. We're 0 for 1 in the month of July, Bogman. But going into July 2nd, Friday, July 2nd, who is your home run call of the day? When I reset after a couple days of not getting one, I go back to my old favorite player, Paul Goldschmidt against the Rockies in Colorado. Easy pick. Give me Goldie. I, I so thought you were going with Kyle Schwarber, your new favorite player. That's right. I thought you were going with that one, but I get it. I get it. Goldie's a smart pick. I'm going to go to Great American Small Park. I'm going to go with Alec Mills on the mound. I'm going to go with Jesse Winker going deep in Great American Small Park. So you got Goldie. I got Winker. That sounds like two home runs that are going to happen. Humphreys will pick a third. We're going three-peat on a Friday to head into the oh, holiday let's weekend. let's do it. Into the holiday weekend. So make that happen, everybody. Have a safe 4th of July. We'll be back with you guys on Monday the 5th. So we hope there's enough of you still listening because you weren't too crazy on the fourth. But uh, <laughs> enjoy yourselves. Enjoy your Friday slate and have a great week. And we'll see you guys later. Take it easy. Have a great fourth, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Line Star app on deck podcast. Download Line Star app from the app store or go to linestarapp.com for all your DFS baseball needs. If you love the On Deck podcast, support KC Bubba and Bogman by rating and subscribing. Good luck.